Hey, we're back. It's Mile High Magazine. I am Murphy Houston. Thank you so much for listening this morning. And joining me now is Lisa Hill, the Executive Director of Invest in Kids. Lisa, good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Well, we're glad to have you. As we talked a bit before we started talking now, I learned so much about doing Mile High Magazine, about wonderful organizations out there that many people have never heard of before. And I have to say, Lisa, you're one of those. So let's start with that. What is Invest in Kids? Invest in Kids is a Colorado organization that works to improve the health and well-being of over 14,000 children in our state every year through proven programs. 14,000? Yeah, throughout the state. We're in all 64 counties. Well, okay. Now you really have my attention. How, (laughs) How do you do that, and what are you doing to help? Yeah, so we're doing a lot to help. We're partnering with local communities, local agencies, to get kids and their families off to the strongest start. What we know is that children and families experiencing poverty often don't have access to the resources that their higher income peers may have access to. So we really want to level that playing field by working with families and children in a voluntary way, working with them to improve their outcomes as a family. So we team with local providers, identify evidence-based programs, programs that have been proven to make a difference in the lives of families, and programs that have been proven to have a solid cost return to society as well because of the improvements in those children's lives. Can you dig just a little deeper about these folks that help you? What are they? Could you name specific topics there? Because I'm real curious now. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we have three programs that we work with that local providers support us in delivering. The Nurse Family Partnership, and that is the first time low-income moms working with nurses in their homes to improve birth outcomes children's health and development, and their mother's self-sufficiency. So we partner with 22 local public health programs to provide these services in all 64 counties. That's our first program, public health nurses, first-time moms experiencing poverty. Wow. And what's the next one? Yeah, so the second one is called the Incredible Years. The Incredible Years is focused on building social and emotional well-being of young children through positive teacher-student and parent-student interaction. So this, just like Nurse Family Partnership, is a prevention program designed to increase a child's success and school at home. We work with kiddos to learn everything from how to self-monitor their emotions, to manage their anger, how to make friends, how to solve problems. Um, It's a really exciting and fun opportunity for preschool and kindergarten students to learn about their social and emotional health. Okay. And then the next step, older kids? Yeah. So the third program for which we advocate is called Child First. What we know in Colorado is more than one in 10 children under the age of six have been exposed to multiple adverse childhood experiences. So we really want to get in there early and support caregivers and those children with mental health support and family stabilization services. So this is a program that brings mental health clinicians and case managers into the homes of young families to support them in getting strong mental health outcomes for both parent and child. Well, you guys are doing a lot of awesome work. How long have you been doing this? 
We have been in existence in our state since 1998, so next year we'll be celebrating our 25th anniversary. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. I can't imagine Thank how you. you've grown over the years. It's, how did it start? What was it like in the it's beginning tremendous. compared to now? Yeah, well, it started with a small group of volunteers, community members, mostly actually attorneys who were doing a lot of pro bono work in the space of juvenile justice and social work, really wondering how it was that these families didn't get services earlier. What they found in the research was proof that if we got in early with families and gave them access to voluntary services to help them and their children get off to the strongest start possible, we were going to prevent a lot of problems down the road. So this group of folks came together and said, we're going to establish an organization that does that. We're going to identify evidence-based proven programs that gets kids off to a strong start. We're going to bring the catalyst to bring them to Colorado communities. We're going to educate and prepare those communities to deliver these programs. And then we're going to support them long term. So we do all the training, all the evaluating, all the ongoing quality improvement. And then we work up to the state level to find sustainable funding for these voluntary evidence-based prevention programs to sustain in local communities throughout Colorado. Wow, that's awesome. What a growth process you've had here. I bet you work real close with like schools, don't you? Yeah, we work with schools every single day. Preschools, childcare is where we deliver the Incredible Years program. So there's a lot of work with schools because it's their teachers that are on the front line providing support to these kiddos in their classroom. And a lot of these kiddos, especially since the pandemic, are struggling with their social and emotional well-being as a consequence of all that has gone on in our communities. And so all three of our programs are really there to support and stabilize families. And we work a lot with schools. We work a lot with public health agencies at our local communities. We work a lot with mental health uh, community providers. So uh, we really work across the safety net system in service to nurses, teachers that are on the line right now, really keeping our families and communities strong. And your need, and I often ask this, especially with nonprofits to do this kind of work, which you guys are, invest in kids. How has that grown since COVID started to, well, into our third year? As you've seen a lot of, I was going to say, a lot Yeah, a lot. I mean, the the truth is that what we are all seeing in our society is, you know, a lot of families and a lot of communities and a lot of agencies that were struggling at the beginning have really fractured under the weight of all of the economic pressures and all of the struggles that have been encountered over this period of COVID. And so what we have found is we not only have a lot more families seeking out services because they don't feel stable in their own lives, but we also have issues with workforce. We have the same nurses, social workers, and teachers who've been experiencing those same challenges with their own families. So you not only have the families who are struggling as a consequence of the pandemic, but you have the care providers who also have their own challenges. So we really are here to be a backbone support to those nurses, teachers, and social workers who are working so hard every day um, to stay in the game, dealing with their own family challenges and their own personal um, issues surrounding COVID, Boy. but also being in service to to our, our, our most um, 
needy families in our state. Absolutely. You guys are like frontliners yourself with helping all that you mm-hmm. are doing. That's that's great work. Definitely. Well, let's talk Definitely. about the let's talk about great work. Let's talk about the impact of your work. What have you seen? Absolutely. What what's going on out there? Yeah. So what we're seeing is women who engage with public health nurses during nurse family partnership are having healthier babies. Um, they are finding their capacity to care for the well-being of their child be increased. What we're also finding is an increased self-sufficiency on behalf of the moms. They're going back to school. They're getting into the workforce. Um, they are doing right. They are being their best selves because of the support that they are being offered. We're seeing kiddos who can regulate their own emotions, solve their own problems. Um, we have kiddos who, instead of hitting when a ball is taken from them on the playground, take three deep breaths and really give consideration to what the solution may be that they've learned in their class. And with Child First, one of the most important pieces of that mental health home-based intervention is the ability for a young child to appropriately attach with their caregiver, to really feel cared for and safe and stable in that caregiver-child relationship. And that goes on to make a world of difference. What we know is that those kiddos are going to be less aggressive, less defiant, less disruptive. Um, And the caregivers are going to have lower depression um, than those who don't receive the program. So really tangible, concrete benefits, not only for the families and their communities, but also the society at large. So I'd like to ask these folks, these great caregivers, these people that get involved with these families in need, it's not just like a one-time visit. Do they stay involved with these families for the long haul? Yes, they do. Our public health nurses engage for two and a half years. They work with families prenatally all the way up until their children graduate at age two. With the incredible years, we're there for the entire school year. And for some kiddos, that might be preschool and kindergarten. So for a few years, you're learning these skills in your classroom through your teachers. And with Child First, it really is about helping families meet their goals. So when they come into the program, they're assessed for what is their heart's desire? What do they want to see for their family? What are the issues? Homelessness, domestic violence. Um, a variety of challenges are facing these families. What are their goals for themselves and their families? And we help them achieve those. And not until those goals are achieved, usually between 9 and 18 months, there is an engagement with that clinical team. So uh, this isn't a Band-Aid. This isn't a quick fix. These are long changes to the trajectory of the lives of these families. We have Lisa Hill, Executive Director of Invest in Kids, been in Colorado since 1998, helping those in need. And I got to ask here, Lisa, everybody's struggling with the inflation issues that are out there now. Do you see more of that affecting the families you deal with and more families needing your help? Absolutely. There's a significant increase in demand for standing as quickly as we possibly can to be responsive to the demand There is so much need out there and, quite frankly, a a struggle to provide the need um, that that, that we've seen. Well, how can people get involved? Yeah, so there's a lot of ways to get involved. Investing Kids welcomes any financial donations. Uh, We, on our website, www.iik.org, you can join our support squad. And the support squad offers monthly contributions. This may be two, three, five dollars, but it adds up quickly 
Um, you can actually give cryptocurrency now. Wow. Uh, that's something that we had never heard of before, <laughs> but we have teamed with a group that actually um, appreciates that um, connection. And that's been an interesting experience for us that we have not been familiar with prior to this last year. Um, you can join our investor circle. There's a lot of folks who give a significant amount of their wealth to nonprofit organizations by donating stock. You can donate a used car um, and get the tax write-off and ultimately benefit, invest in kids. Uh, there's also workplace giving, employee matching gifts. There's a lot of different ways. Shopping with Amazon Smile. I have an Amazon Smile app on my phone, and every time I order something from Amazon, it gives a small gift to investing kids. So there's ways to volunteer with the organization as well. We have multiple committees that support the work that we do, uh, raising funds from others, but also helping with events. Investing Kids does events each year to gain awareness in the community about the work that we're doing and the the important work that um, that Colorado families benefit from every day. So a lot of different ways to get involved. I guess. Give us the website again, because people need to hear it more than once to write Absolutely. it down. Absolutely. Thank you for asking. www.iik.org for invest in kids. Oh. iik.org. So before I let you go, Lisa, I have to ask, you've been around since 1998. So what makes Investing Kids unique among other nonprofits out there? Yeah, I appreciate that. I think a few things. One is we look to the evidence and the proof of effectiveness. There's a lot of good programs out there, but we actually have never done the research to know whether or not they really make a difference or if their effects are washed out over time. These programs have had the most rigorous research done on them before we have brought them to Colorado. So we don't have to wonder if they work. We know that they work. We also know that as a consequence of that research, there is a proven cost return for every dollar invested. So for the Nurse Family Partnership, it is estimated by economists that for every dollar invested, $7.90 is returned to society as a consequence of the cost savings in future costs for what the highest risk families potentially would have impacted the system. And they don't because yeah. we prevent those behaviors from happening and we prevent those issues um, by supporting these families investing in themselves. And the big deal is with that money, you know what works now on your research. That's great. That's exactly right. And it's powerful to be in a space where you know that what you're doing is having an impact for the long term. Oh, for sure, for sure. Again, the website. One more time. www.iik.org. iik.org. Well, get involved out there, my friends. This is Lisa Hill, Executive Director of Invest in Kids. Congratulations, Lisa. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much. We appreciate your support and your time. Well, we appreciate your doing out there. And come back soon to see us on Mile High Magazine. You as well. Thank you for listening every Sunday morning. We appreciate it. And we'll talk to you next week.